I do. You guys want me to play the jingle now? Uh, yeah. Do your jingle thing. All right, here it is. Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah! <laughs> Wait, what was that? Hell yeah, brother! You hit the Hell wrong button. Yeah. Oh shit! It's the excited Greg yeah. button. Where's the one? Yeah. What is God. going on? Hell yeah, what? Why does this keep happening? Greg, yeah. stop invading the computer like there's some sort of 1990 hacker. All right, what's going on? All right. Uh, if you don't start, I'm gonna fucking Hell kill myself. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hell yeah! Fly, stop playing Hell Greg. Yeah. Greg quotes. <laughs> All right. Are we just gonna? Are we just gonna let that slide? The hell like yeah! The other intro first. That was cool. <laughs> what was that? Are you making like a, a beatbox song? Because I mean, I want in on it. I just yeah, uh, I, I like Greg's I mean, enthusiasm. I, I don't know if you know, but I'm I've made a couple Wait, songs in my what? life. <laughs> didn't hear that, Greg. Like very. Funny yeah, I heard it. Uh, I thought oh. that was never mind. No, don't worry. Oh, about I thought it was. You thought it was somebody else? <laughs> no. Hell, yeah. hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah! I, I was saying that. Thought Kurt it, was in it definitely sounded like a hardcore Greg to me. Whatever it was, I liked it. I liked it. Me too. What was the context of that? What was Greg so excited about? I think he was excited about... Uh, shoot. It was like... It was probably VTubers or... New it, I think it was Rainbow or... Six Siege, actually. John was talking about Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, oh hell okay. yeah. See, oh, yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah. oh hell yeah! Oh wait, brother. that is me. Uh, hell what the yeah, fuck? brother! <laughs> uh, and welcome everybody to the Broken Campfire Podcast. The you know maybe it's a little I'll say it the greatest gaming podcast I think that has ever existed. Just a little bit. It's at least it's at least the best podcast that I've ever been on. Um, joined by our regulars, we got John and Flask, and we got Greg, and we got. Vito, nice to be here. This is the this is my second favorite podcast to be on. Yeah, I forget who, which one of you guys are kings of Keeley these days? Uh, I'm a king. It's of, me. I'm a king uh, of Keeley. John's king of Keeley. Uh, uh, which one of you guys are who, who owns the brains? I own a oh, brain half. He does oh, own the so brain. John. John, you are a former king, I believe. Yeah, no, I lied. Vito won with it though. Well, either no, way, I don't split. Oh, it's me and Greg. Sorry, me and Greg are kings of Keely, right? <laughs> you sober up, all right? You, you didn't know anybody. Yeah, you, know? you couldn't ask me to make that call. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say at the top you. here. I'm gonna shake up the shake up the sketch a bit. Hmm? Oh God! If anybody has any feedback or questions they want us to read out loud, anything, uh, you know, comments about our cyberpunk podcast and developing opinions on that whether Vito is right or John is right um About email anything. us at brokencampfire at gmail.com that is brokencampfire at gmail.com alright yeah thanks for putting that in for us um alright I just right, said that I didn't it. put anything <laughs> well either way we're gonna go ahead into the round table Vito, uh, tell me more about Rainbox Sticks. 
Rainbox Dicks. Uh, yeah, it's one of the games I've been playing a lot of this week. I don't know. We we go through phases, our group, I guess, and we randomly just started playing Rainbow Six again and Rainbow Six Siege. And it's hell yeah. Um, I hell love that yeah, game. So it's always a blast. I always feel extremely intimidated jumping in after not playing for a long time because I have to acquaint myself with. Yeah, it's 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 great. Um, and it works even though you know I'm hopping in not knowing about a lot of the operators and maps, just because I guess the core, the the base of the game is just I don't know, uh, easy to hop in to. Uh, but yeah, it's a little intimidating. The uh, all the new stuff that uh, they've added since the last I, I played. Um, but actually, so yeah, we've been playing a lot, a lot of Rainbow Six this week. Um, but I got another game called Due Process. And oh. that game's also kind of like Rainbow Six. It's like it's like Rainbow Six, Counter Strike, um, put together kind of elements both those games, and um, no it is a it's a tactical uh, you know competitive FPS, and uh, it's it's very uh, good looking. It's got like a really cool aesthetic. Uh, it's kind of like kind of like a self shaded thing. I, I want to say I don't think that's completely accurate. Um, but it's not like realistic looking. It's, uh, you know, it's got a cool art style and, um, it's really cool because the, the main draw of the game is that, uh, there are procedurally generated maps, um, sort of. So they, they say there's, there's procedurally generated maps added every week. Um, if you read into it a little more, I guess they use like some sort of tool that generates these maps and then the developers go through and cherry pick the ones that work and then, you know, do edits and stuff. But they add these like pools of maps every week. Um, I think right now they're adding like 15 maps a week. Uh, there's, there's three tile sets. Um, and they, they add these, uh, these 15 or more maps a week. So ideally like when you're playing, the map is changing every time, and I don't think you should normally see, like, the same map twice. Um, huh. So that's what's cool about it. So, like, you know, in Rainbow Six, you memorize the maps and, you know, try to, you know, memorize the strategies and metas for those maps. And it's just about which team could perform that the best. But this game, it's kind of like which team could adapt uh, the quickest, because ideally neither of you have seen, you know, the map you're playing before. Uh, which is really cool. Um, I am. I'm, I just looked at a trailer for this. I'm digging this game. I like the destructible walls where they're just blowing yeah. It, holes it's in walls. it's it's like re- it's like really the same game as Siege. Honestly, it's um, a uh, it's a pixel art game, kind of. Would you say pixel art? Is that what you call that that it's, art style? I get. I, that's what it said on the trailer. It says pixel. Oh, art. okay. Wait, is it three D? Yeah, it's a, it's a 3D game. Um, it's just like I don't know. It doesn't have. Uh, it, it looks got, like, like pixel a, textures. Yeah, I would say so. I don't know. Look at look at a screenshot. I don't know how to describe it. It's just kind of like lo-fi graphics. It's got like this. Uh, I don't See, know. See now, when me, like, I these... hear pixel, I don't think this is pixel because when I hear I pixel, know. I think of like Minecraft. 
It kind of here. Let me let me post. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. It looks here. a little bit like Minecraft. <laughs> oh, it's just kind of like a, okay. Not look like Minecraft. No, 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 no. Uh, it's like a more like a high like a higher fidelity kind of like screenshot I just posted. Yeah, there you go. That looks like someone just told me to get on Gary's mod. All right. That does not look like you're insane. No, nah, but you, you you can tell like, that the map's like made the out of these blocks like and stuff. Blocky, like it's all. Yeah. So I'm saying it looks like it looks like someone told me to get on. Great, great. Like, watch it watch like a little bit of the gameplay though. Like I think once you see it in motion, you can see more. Yeah, Minecraft. for sure. I don't know like, anything like Gary's mod I've ever seen. No, it's like, like Minecraft. It's more, it's more like it's more like a Minecraft kind of thing, and that's a that's a weird way to. That's a weird comparison, but you get what I'm saying. Um, I get what you're saying, boss. It's like cute. It's cool. It's the cool art style. Really cool. Yeah, the maps yeah, are cool. There's, like cool. I said, there's there's like three tile sets. I think it's like Factory, <clears throat> uh, Kill House is one of them, and then some other one. So like those, you know, the themes of the maps, uh, those same three themes are in rotation. But then every time you play, the map is randomly generated. Um, but the second thing that's really cool about this game is... So when you start the round, you are looking at a map and, uh, you know, obviously you're looking at the, the procedurally generated map. So you're not just hopping in completely blind. Um, you get this top down view of the map and everybody on your team, that's your planning phase. So you could talk it out and you could draw on the map. Um, so you could, you know, I when I play, I was like circling all the entrances that I could see. Usually there's like two or three or more entrances that the, uh, these like judge dread looking, uh, <laughs> police force, you know, can enter from. Drawing and, on uh, maps is always a good feature of any game. <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool. And, you know, your teammates could see it, but it goes even further than that. So you, you draw on the map, you know, uh, you set your spawning position within the map. So like I'll, I'll, I'll play it. I'll say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cover this entrance in the storage room and I'll, I'll move my little marker into the storage room. That's how you know I'll spawn in there. Um, and I'll, you know, I'll draw off like a line of sight or whatever, you know, just communicating with your team. But when the game starts, you see those drawings like in first person. So like, for instance, oh. you want to draw out a plan, like a, like a path that you're going to take. Okay. We're going to go if we, you know, if we're the cops, we're going to go this way. We're going to go in through the fan. We're going to hook around the left. You draw that plan out. And then when you get in the game, you see that on the floor. So you can just follow it very easily. You know, that's a helpful tool for, um, you know, this, this problem of having procedurally generated maps. So it works out really so, well. Uh, so, how many dicks have you seen from people drawing on the map? Oh yeah. <laughs> Mostly people just draw dicks. My bad. Uh, that's, that's true. But, uh, I did get into a couple matches where I was able to like more than, more than a few matches where the team was working. At least two people on the team had mics and were, you know, uh, strategizing and calling out stuff and drawing plans that actually, you know, were, were useful. This on the looks map. pretty damn cool. I'm not going to lie. So I, I only played, off. uh, yeah, it was half off. I think it's like 25 bucks. I bought it for 12 bucks. Uh, I don't know how long it's half off for, maybe the week or something. 16 uh, hours. I, I'll say this. You know, I, I haven't played a ton. I think the game's got a lot of potential. I think the map thing is cool. The procedure generated maps, the drawing is really cool. Um, it did feel really janky at times. Uh, like, a lot of the time, I felt like my, I, I don't know, I was like lagging. Um 
you know, I don't lag on these kinds of games normally. I, I think it was just the game was just maybe not optimized so well. Um, and there's a lot of people, if you read the comments, people will say that there's just, I guess, connection issues and stuff. And then other than that, I guess the movement felt maybe it just didn't feel as uh, fluid as like a game like Rainbow Six felt slow and, and kind of janky. This is an early this, access uh, game. Yeah, it's, it it's an early access. November, th- November 3rd. Um, but I, I think it's definitely going to improve and I'm going to hold on to it, play some matches. Um, but yeah, that's a due process by any, yeah, the game uh, giant enemy cool. crab. I'm somewhat interested. I don't know if I'm $12 interested yet. I guess it depends on if how you many know, people on our crew jump on it. I'm waiting anxiously for my copy in the mail. You got it, Greg. Um, I just got to wait for my podcast check to come in and then I'll buy you that game. Uh, but but for real though, it's it's cool. I wanted to try some. I was looking for a new game like all this week. I went through a bunch of. I I downloaded Teardown, which was cool, but didn't like grab me immediately. Uh, there were some other games I tried to play, but I ended up with this due process, and it's cool. Um, you know, our, our group we play Rainbow Six Siege a lot, and I just it Rainbow Six Siege just feels like a way better version of this, but they're they're different, you know, kind of in style, and the procedurally generated thing is. Is cool and new, so you know to make the jump to buy it. Uh, you know, I don't know if I, I don't see everybody in our group doing it, but we'll see. Um, other than that, uh, I saw Tenet. I know Flask was talking about that on the last podcast, <clears throat> I think, and uh, I enjoyed it, and I think I agree with Flask like exactly. It was. Uh, it was okay overall. Um, I was a little underwhelmed as far as like Christopher Nolan movies go, but as just a neat sci-fi movie with a really cool sci-fi concept, it was it was cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, from um, your initial reactions, it seemed like the impression I got was that you enjoyed it more, even more than I did, which uh, is good. Yeah, maybe I, I didn't notice any audio issues. Um, yeah, at home it's not as bad, not as it must have been in yeah. the theaters or something. Also, I watch I watch a lot of things with subtitles. I don't know if you guys do. I, I, I don't know. It just helps me follow things better. Sure. That's just the effect of being old. Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe. I, mean, I feel like my hearing is too. not so great, but I, I put subtitles on, so I wasn't really paying attention to the uh, the audio. I was paying attention to the soundtrack, which was amazing, and I was actually bumping that after the movie. Um <laughs> Yeah, I would recommend it. Go watch. Uh, go watch Tenet. All right. And, yeah, uh, uh, I think that's about it for me. All right. Cool. Redo some Rainbow Six. Some due process. You got a little bit of a. Seems like you got a itch you're trying to scratch there. Yeah. Competitive. Uh, competitive game itch maybe. All right, John. What do you got? What have you been doing recently? Uh, I do many things. How many? All right. Uh, I think approximately four for this month. Too uh, many. Let's start with the cheapest to the most expensive. <laughs> That's an interesting or way to do it. Something like that. A uh, little pirate game. I don't know when it came out in 1.0, but by clicking on the store, it tells me it is. Uh, Black Wake. Uh, this is pretty much just like a, I don't know, more jank, a little bit more jank chivalry, 
but also um, you're a pirate or a naval I mean, officer, sailor. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, you're on the other side. You're some fucking navy dingus. Uh, you said it's I like mean, a more jank chivalry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's there's two different modes. The main one is a three v three ship mode, and that's three ships. So in there's two small ships and one big ship on each side, and so you have two ships of seven and one of thirteen, and you know, on each side. Sailing around have, trying to sink each other. Yeah, sailing around, pretty yeah, just just trying to sink each other, just death match. You have tickets, so when you you, know, you sink someone else's ship, you know your team gets some tickets. When you lose lives, you lose your tickets. Um, and yeah, you know you you got the you know your cannon, you know to you know to to load up the cannon, you got to grab the powder, you got to put it in there. You got to grab your shot. There's like a few different ones. Your your normal cannonball, your uh, your grape shot, your um, your grappling shot. You know you load whatever one you want in there, and you got to you know ram it all in the back, and you got to push the cannon forward, and you got to you know look through, and then you light the fuse, and then you shoot it. You know, it's like chivalry like that where it's semi you know simulated, not totally real. Yeah, but it sounds really more good. real. Yeah, 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 and that, and, and, that, and that part feels really good, you know. And there's, you know, you know, run around and bang up holes and stuff, and you know, there's like, uh, depending if you have a small boat or a big boat, there's a uh, there's like pumps you have to have a man in the pump, you know, to keep water from building up. Uh, That's a part normally, I really like about it too that I don't think we've like officially mentioned. Uh, when you when your ship gets shot. The, the exact place it got shot in will have the hole. Like it's it's not like you just. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, it's not like it, randomly it is like assigned. procedural. The way, yeah, yeah, it's not randomly assigned. It is where you get shot. You have to go repair. <laughs> I like that. It's pretty neat. And That's like neat. yeah, I mean, the, and if you if you ram into a ship, yeah, the nose of your ship will break, and mm -hmm. you're pretty much fucked at that point. You got to have people go up there and repair it. Yeah, your sails can get taken out. Um. Sounds like game Sea of Thieves, is, like a more combat-focused Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, uh, like a more, like I said, more chivalry, like a, you know, obviously not real, but aiming for simulation, you know what I mean? And the reason you say chivalry as well is because you can have ship-to-ship -ship, uh, on-deck combat between the, the crews. So there is, yeah, there is also, boarding yeah, it's not just, repelling yeah. Boarding and, there is, yeah, if you get a grappling shot on somebody, you, know, you pull your ships in, and it's not as good as chivalry as, you know, you can't, like, parry and, and you know, no. side swipes and all that. But there is the melee combat where you can attack and block. I love uh, that it takes so long to reload the guns because it, it really oh, yeah. creates a sense of intensity. Like, you're just, you only have a Staring couple shots before you have to go hand-to-hand. -hand. Yeah, they got a fun mix of guns. Uh, there's another mode, siege mode, where, like, one team is on, like, a... Like an island fortress, and the other team is trying to basically just like break the gates down and, and take it over. We don't play that one as much, but it's still good when we do. Uh, I think the game is ten dollars, um, like full price, which is still you know pretty darn good for something like this. Although some of us did have some problems connecting, and even when we did connect, there's some weird like oh the menu stuck on my screen, I got to reset. <laughs> So definitely, you know, it's not perfect. Like you said, it's ten dollars, uh, but we all got it. It was on sale this entire week or something for one dollar. So for that price, I mean, even if it is going to fuck up, whatever, it's a dollar. Take the risk. Definitely worth uh, it, I think. Yeah. So that yeah, was I, uh, I, the cheapest. I, I, yeah, I, Andy. I, actually, yeah, tell us, Andy, because you're the, you know, I think you you may have had a slightly different experience. Yeah, I bought the game. It's only a dollar. It sounded like fun. All my friends were on it, and. Uh, I spent about 40 minutes trying to join, and every time I tried to join, the game crashed. And after that, I uninstalled the game. 
<laughs> and it's only a dollar, so it's like, I guess it's worth me maybe playing around with later to see why it's crashing, but it's, I don't really feel the need to refund it. Um, I mean, we had a lot of people on, and I was definitely having, I mean, nobody else was unable to play, so it wasn't necessarily, um, doesn't seem to necessarily be like a, a super common issue, at least among us, but. It's only it dollar. definitely was freezing for me, at least, and I did get some other issues. And then the and uh, this is Black Wake. I don't think we said the name of the game in a while. Black Wake. Yeah, Black Wake, folks, as in the you know, Irvy wave of pirates. Yeah, still a dollar. Those yeah, of us who had, week. those I'll of us who up. have had the uh, had the good luck to good fortune to play have become a well-oiled crew. <laughs> machine so what there's yeah, absolutely. You, you said there's a it's like a team of seven so what there's like five of you guys plus two randos well, wanna, so there's two types of boats there's you get and, and each team you get two small boats and one big boat and the the small boats are seven and the big boat is 13 so sometimes we luck out and we get all in the same boat uh sometimes you're just on two different boats not really that big of a deal and it's cool because you know there's also like you said you know you, the holes come in you know you got to repair them and there's you know there's the pump even if you don't want to, like, run around and shoot people, or you're not good at those, like, crazy uh, run around stabbing folks like Kurt, you can just you can just be a handy repairman, and you still, you know, you're still contributing massively to the team. Yeah. You love your blue-collar video games. I do. I do. I just, I like to work you just, like, in fixing video games. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> put an asterisk there, editor, please. I like to experience uh, my hands getting dirty. The Without actually of, getting uh, dirty, the virtual oh, wait. simulation. So it, is this in VR? No, that would is be that, cool though. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, there is. Well, I don't, uh, don't want to see someone that. get grape shot in VR, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that's another cool feature about the game. I'm sure other games have done this. I'm just uh, not aware. But when you get headshot, your screen just like instantly, like the nanosecond it happens, just cuts to black. It was like you know, it sits on the screen like you, you were have shot been in the shot head. in the head. <laughs> Every time it does that, it makes me think like my game crashed or something. That's just yeah. how fast it happens. It's just so brutal. So, uh, yeah, so fast. So sudden. That's neat. I feel like there's been a fascination with, or, yeah, like a desire for a good pirate game since, like, Sid Meier's Pirates, and then there was, like, the that Assassin's Creed Black Flag mode, and. Skull and Bones? You got Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Tell Skull and Bones. Yeah, Skull and Bones. yeah, it's still yeah, being made. Not that great. Oh, mm. my bad. That's Black Wake. We haven't uh, seen John in weeks. He's been down on the inside of the hall, crawling around, patching up little little splintery holes. Somebody's got to live down there. I'll sit on those pumps and. I was talking. I forgot who I was talking to about neck. it. But uh, I think that's what Sea of Thieves needs, like an eight-person ship. It needs a lot of stuff. Dude, you could use yeah, a big that'll... old ship. He's the hull Holy spider shit. now. <laughs> We're holding man. All right, all right, all right moving on. Uh, slightly more pricey, only a little bit. I think it was $15. The Deadly Tower of Monsters. Oh, hell yeah. This ah. is a fun watch. Scared me. Um, it's a pretty fun game. It's a like over like a over top camera beat 'em up with the setting being that you're in like an old like 40s and 50s movie, and they're like doing the commentary, 
or like the you know the announcers doing the commentary while you're playing. Um, I, I actually played it by myself. And then later I I, I started parsecing with the, these fine fellows and playing, and still fun both times through. Uh, obviously, uh, as they mentioned, the multiplayer is not balanced. It's not meant for multiplayer. <laughs> but dang, it's, if it's not, not meant fun. for that. Yeah, I like so that they threw that in. Doing? Uh, You're stopping the, the stupid uh, white parsec. monkeys, man. Oh, on Parsec. Uh, so they join in, and they can press start, and it'll make a copy of the character you are, whoever's, you know, first player. Um, but you all share one health bar and, like, um... One energy know, bar. On energy bar. You know, since it's on Parsec, or, you know, it'd be local co-op, mm -hmm. uh, you only have a screen... But, you know, and this is a game where you're moving around and you're jumping a lot, so unless you're careful, you can just completely leave your other people in the dust, <laughs> and, you know, they have no control. They just have to, like, disappear and re reappear, like, teleport to you. Uh, yeah. And obviously the enemies aren't, like, balanced. Like, it doesn't increase the enemies, so, like, you know, the first part of the game, you know, the, the very first part was introducing you to, like, oh, press X to attack. You know, there's, like, uh, two samurai guys, and you're supposed to fight them. <laughs> I think there was, like, three of us, and they were, like... Instantly killed before the yeah, announcer to even finish his little line. Yeah, he was just fucking murdered. Which is you know fun when you're you messing around. I thought um, it was it was it was goofy. Yeah, there was a, a bunch of parts of the game that just kind of broke. Uh, at one point, Greg just disappeared forever. Uh, <laughs> still, never, I, I miss him. To he this never day. came back. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, that, that was at one three point. of us. Uh, it was completely chaotic. Later, I played. I played through the whole game with Knoxville. Uh, oh, nice! It worked better with two people. Um, I mean, I already Not played it before. I already. I think it was my first time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like the premise people. of the game. Yeah, oh, the, oh, the premise is really cool, especially the the last act or so. Um, and yeah, you're you're climbing up this huge, huge. And yeah, and it's, called, it's called the Deadly Tower of Monsters. You're climbing up this huge tower as you're, you know, fighting these things. You know, you start at the ground, and you end up, like, actually in, like, space. And, you know, you can see the whole planet below you, because it's, like, a top-down oh, view. Awesome. And you can, uh, you know, you can, you can jump off at any point, like, and you can just float down. I think when you're at the peak, it takes probably, like, probably, like, a minute to hit the bottom. It's pretty cool just oh, to that's sick. ride it all the way down. Well, we'll have to finish that game one day. It's only like yeah. five hours, four and a half hours all the way through, so it's not like it'll take that long. But um, and the, this is by the people. I don't know if anyone's played it. The Rock of Ages game. There's like three of them. They're like a, a giant ball with like a face, and you you roll down some stuff and you right. smash. No, I didn't know anyone. No, you know what? All right, well, <laughs> I I've heard after you don't the Flash. I knew Flash, but he's a connoisseur of the fine arts. Uh, you know, when you're done with the Deadly Tower of Monsters, go check out Rock of Ages. Not as cool, but still kind of cool. I have never heard of this game. Which one, Deadly Tower of Monsters or Rock of Ages? No, no, no I watch you. Well, I never heard of that before. I watched you play it, but Rock of Ages. I'm having a hard time picturing what you're talking about. I think I'm just going to look up a video. Yeah, I'm not explaining it well. Sounds like a Katamari <laughs> Damachi kind of thing. Is that what it is? Uh, it's in of. 2D, right? No, no, no. It's in 3D. Or at least the second oh. one, third one is. It's like, okay, it's kind of like Super Monkey Ball, 
It's actually pretty much like Super Monkey Ball. But there's like weird obstacles and... I'm trying to Google it, but story. I just keep getting this movie with Bon Jovi and... Hold on. <laughs> I, I, I found it because I know how to Google. But It's on Steam. Just look. Tower just Defense Racing Google. Video Game. Yeah, hold on. Tower Defense Racing Video Game. It's got decent... Go. It's got 40... Oh, oh yeah, no, it's got yeah. 43 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. It's okay, movie, I have seen it. gameplay of this. Yeah. It was yeah, not the I game thought, I was thinking I thought, of, but it is a different game that I have seen. How'd they get Bon Jovi for this? Enough. <laughs> Isn't Tom Cruise in that movie? Or am I thinking of a different movie? John Bon Jovi. Um, it's a musical. So that's Rock of Ages 2, folks. <laughs> what do I got after that? Uh, oh, okay. Did I talk about the longing uh, last time? Or Dude, this game looks fucking I don't think crazy. So. Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages. Yeah, it's pretty what cool. the fuck? Uh, so yeah, I played, or I'm still playing, uh, a little game called The Longing. Um, how do I even describe this game? Alright, so you you play as a small little sprite man. He kind of looks like Mr. Burns a little bit. And <laughs> when, when, it, when it starts, you're in a cave, and a giant statue, and... Uh, Oh, this fucking game. Supposed to be your king, and he says, I just need, I'm gathering my strength. I just need you to wait here for 400 days. And you, yeah. He puts you on the ground, and then that's, I mean, that's the game, where there's a big timer up above, counting down for 400 days. Oh, yeah, and the king also asks so you don't leave the, uh, the cave. Uh, so you're just down there for 400 days, and you're free to walk around this area. And, you know, sometimes you'll come up to, like, uh, you know, you'll come up to a room and there'll be, like, a gap in the floor. And, you know, you'll walk up to it and the guy will be like, oh, it's too far for me to jump. Um, but it looks like this stalactite might fall any time. And then, you know, you'll come back and, you know, like, oh, looks like a few more days this will definitely fall. And you actually have <laughs> to just, you know, just shut the game just off wait. and come back in a few just days. Just real time waiting. Okay. Yeah, I and then you know there's other. I mean there are. Okay, so and I I I haven't looked them up because I don't want to spoil it. I do know that you can just come back next year, year and a half, and wait the 400 days. I also I've heard there's like five endings. And there's ways to actually uh, you know escape. Um, so you know every every like few days I go on there, I do the walk around. I see you know there's a few things I'm waiting on right now. I'm waiting for a a pool of water to fill up. That one takes a month. It's gonna be a. That's a long con. If I can swim up it. Uh, this one time I had to Sounds... wait like a few hours for a spider to fill the web so I could climb up it. <laughs> it sounds like the most yeah, depressing just... version of Animal yeah. Crossing. <laughs> it's an Id idle game. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much because the whole time the shade's just like, uh, you know, he's walking around and a little dialogue will pop up like, uh, I miss the sun, but then you'll have like an option. It's like. I've never seen the sun, or like, no, I don't. And you just get there's only only two ones, and it's like, oh, shit, because you've never seen the sun. <laughs> and, and I think the game has a currency about time too, where you can like sell items for time or buy items with oh, time. Oh yeah, like I that. haven't done much of that because I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a real hardcore player. But like, yeah, well, yeah. so when you're walking around the cave, you know, like I found four pieces to make a musical instrument, and you have like a little hut. If I go in there and I play that, like it'll actually make time go by. Like quicker, you know what I mean? Like it'll go by like four seconds at a time. What's the fun or, in that though? Or there's like either was was even like um 
there's books you can find and you can sit down in the chair and he'll you know sit down and like read i don't know how many words per second he reads but he'll like actually read through the books and they're just like public domain books like i think one you start with is uh moby dick i mean if you wanted i mean if i wanted to i guess i could sit there and read it too but you know you can just set on auto read and that passes time quickly as well uh so you know it's all about waiting or escaping You're going to get out uh, one day? You're going to play the full 400 days, you think? I mean, well, I'm probably going to wait. So he wants you to wait 400 days. He doesn't want you to escape. I'm probably going to escape. Uh, at one point, I got a pickaxe, and then I got greedy, and I tried to use it on this giant glass wall that had treasure behind it. And the game even said it's probably a bad idea, but I was like, fuck it, dude. What's going to happen? That disintegrated my pickaxe. Uh, I worked so honed. hard. Pickaxe. I worked so hard. Glass is stronger one, right? than pickaxe? Yeah, maybe in a couple weeks or something when that puddle comes <laughs> up. See, to me, that, that feels like a uh, like a video game as like art and less of like a, a video game with gameplay. Like, I can never play that. I mean, props to I mean, you. I mean, it's for, not for something you that. really sit down. I mean, yeah, whatever. You can sit down and like, walk around for a little bit and play it, but it's more like something, you know, at the end of the night we had like a movie on. And, you know, oh, well, I guess another feature of the game is that you have, like, a, I think there's, like, 20. You have 20 slots. When you walk into a room, you basically memorize the room. And then if you want him to walk there again, you just kind of click on that slot. Yeah, like, if I'm watching, you know, like, a movie or something, and he walks slow as shit, too. So I can be like, uh, yeah, let me go check out and see if this, you know, the hole filled up. And I click on it. And then, like I said, you can just minimize the game, or you can even just, you know, close it and time will go by. And, yeah, when, you know. Whenever the movie's getting slow, I look over and he he made it there, and then you just kind of click, you know, nothing. You, it's nothing you need to pay attention to. It's not like an active game that requires your attention. It's just something you have down. Right, almost like an idle every, game. Literally like an idle game. Yeah, like every hour yeah. you look at it and you're like, oh, I'll do this, and you walk away. And all right, whenever I'll put, I come I'll back, put this I on. Uh, I'll put it on my playlist of. Uh, Games uh, no, no, to you, make yeah, me you suffer. Want, you know, no, no, it's my games game. to punish myself playlist. It oh. It's Jump King and then the Longing. <laughs> well, yeah. In case I just yeah, really want to this for you. cause myself pain. John, you uh, said your character's name's Shade? Well, I guess he is a Shade. He's a Shade. Whatever that means. I think he is a Shade and people refer to him as Shade. A Shade lit? guess. No. That the ending uh, is because you've never seen the sun. As soon as you're let out, you just instantly vaporize and the game is over. Well, here's the thing, right? The guy says he's never seen the sun. However, I was in this cave and I was eating these mushrooms. I don't know if I ate like the right amount or the right mixture, but he he had a dream, and in the dream, actually, I posted a screenshot somewhere in gaming. He didn't look like the shade. He looked like a little like a little rat person. I don't know if that was real or like just a mushroom in, induced dream, you know. The deepest lore. Yeah, I would say around yeah you'll five. probably find out in about like twenty days. Give it a give it a few weeks. I'll probably find out in four hundred days. This fucking rate. It took me two hundred days. <laughs> Lastly, the most annoying and most expensive of the list. Yeah, and lastly and most costly. <laughs> Outer Worlds, otherwise known as uh, Outer Doo Doo. Oh man! You know, everybody I, calls it that. 
<laughs> I bought this game when it originally came out on the Epic Game Store. Uh, and I played it. I didn't really like it. Didn't get through it. No, whatever. And then Same. recently, I was I wanted to play like a space game, and I you know I couldn't really find one. I was gonna play Fallout Three, but all the things on Steam were saying like don't try and play it without like you know having to really work to fix it because on Windows Ten it's just shit. So I was going through and I was going through and I looked at the always great and never let you down Xbox Game Pass, and I seen never does on there, and I said. Okay, Outer Worlds, I'll give you the try. I'll give you the download. And I did. I downloaded it. And I started playing. And I dare say I even started to have a little bit of a good time. <laughs> and I, I got to the second planet. And it was the weirdest thing. I started to, um, you know, explore. It's like the, the space station. And I get to this vent. My game crashes. I'm like, what the hell? I reload and I'm walking around and I'm like, that was weird. And I go to the vent again and it crashes. I'm like, what the fuck? That's strange. I'm like, all right, let's start testing stuff out. I load again and I start walking all around the other parts of the space station. Nothing happens at all. Like a half hour goes by. I'm like, that was probably just a coincidence. I go to that vent and it crashes. I'm like, oh, all right. It's just one area. I'm probably not even going to have to go there to the matter. So I go on with the quest. There's like a quest to get a bounty in that, the, that place. I take the elevator down, and I fight a few guys, and I just start walking, and the game crashes. At this point, I realize something, something is wrong. Something sinister is happening. So I get to the old Google, and apparently it's just a problem that people have had in the game pass. They're like, yeah, and it's like unexplainable. Some days they'll be able to play with hours. It's like it's something with maybe authentication or whatever. I don't know. They say they, you know, they'll be able to play for hours, and other days they'll have it where they get on. And it won't even let them load their save. It'll just crash, crash, crash. That's ridiculous. So it's uh, a Game Pass thing? That's apparently what I read online. It's a Game Pass thing. Uh, color um, me surprised. Right. Uh, so then I fucking had to download it on Epic Games. But I'm not going to have my same save file. I haven't even started the game yet. I just downloaded it. And I was like, I'll get oh, to boy. it eventually. That is a weird authentication thing. Seems possible to me. Because... I know that I played on Game Pass, and I think most all of us who played it played on Game Pass, and I don't think we have those kinds of issues. But that was back when it was exclusive to Game Pass, you know? So now it's on Epic, right. so is there weird license things now? I don't know how any of that works. As Epic was making the exchange, they uh, they told their cohorts to fire a missile back the way uh, Auto Worlds yeah. had come, back over the bridge. And uh, it it damaged some of the uh, the game the pass infrastructure. Yeah, I don't want to say, but that was a, that's also my leading theory. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, so that's hard to hear that. So you 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 haven't uh you haven't loaded back. Oh, that's right. You just said you had to start a new save. Or is there, do you find if there's a way to migrate your save over? Ah, uh, I'm sure there's some way. I didn't even really look though. Right, and yeah, I didn't even try. I didn't even start it up on Epic. I just downloaded it, and I was like, put such a sour taste in my mouth. John, you know, not to call you out, but as a single-player man myself, I respect that you, you identify as a single-player man, but when I look at your list, it seems like you just had so much more fun with the buds this time around. Uh, hmm. uh, no, right? What? I got, uh, The Longing, which is the, the loneliest game ever made. Oh, sorry, you're right. 
Yes. Okay. That is the only scheme remain. Yeah. Uh, right. Now, to be fair, uh, Deadly Tower Monsters, I did do multiplayer, but I played it completely by myself before I even brought it up to you guys. And then when this man played the only other multiplayer game, Black Wake, he fucking... He hid in the basement just repairing yeah, holes in the wall by himself like a rat well, I'm man. such a single player uh, man that my black lake wouldn't even load for me. So Yeah, see, that's, <laughs> that's the true difference between us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we sp- All right. spoke about that this week, but I'm a multiplayer man. You guys are single player boys. Look, don't yeah. call yourself a man yeah, in us much. boys, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, hold on. Yeah, what was this subtle um, microtransgression? I mm. like that. <laughs> yeah, the mic. Yes, that micro trend. The micro man Gretchen. All right, Flash. Hello. Another single player man. Uh, another movie. Hor- Hang on, let me let me do my best Flask impression. Today we're gonna hear about um a anime or manga nobody's ever heard of, except maybe Greg. We're gonna hear about a horror movie. And a PS2 game. Flask, what do we got? I think jokes on you, you piece great. of shit. I have all video games this week. You son of a bitch. Oh, oh man, <laughs> you fucking idiot. God, I got him so good. Jesus uh, Christ. I'm, honestly, I might just go for the next couple hours. Yeah. All right, but stick around for these video games because I got some games. Uh, for you. All right, sure. You know me. I'll stick around for games. What's up? Uh, so Game Pass. I played Game Pass, couple of few few Game Pass games. These are Game Pass games, all of them. Um, first one is Call of the Sea, Call of the Sea, a very recent game release, like end of last year. Um, it's a 3D first person adventure puzzle game. Like it's it's like Mist or The Witness or what have you. Um. Very vibrant, very aesthetically pleasing, good environmental design. Uh, the game, I would say the game is pretty much worth playing just to look at. It looks very pretty. And uh, the story is like Lovecraft meets Jules Verne. It has that kind of flavor to it. Uh, you come into an island in search of someone and solving ancient puzzles and stuff like that. Um, and it's also set in the thirties, thirties, I think, uh, a few problems that I found funny, uh, FOV slider just doesn't work. Uh, and it's set at like 75, which is way too low for me. So that's a problem. Uh, it might just be a game pass problem. Um, there are certain scenes in which the character reads letters and you see like a slideshow of images, I guess that are depicting the events, you know, read in the letter. But, uh, for me, they just all appeared blank. So I didn't see any of the slideshows, which I think they're some of the most plot critical things in the game. I, I heard the voiceover for the character who's writing the letter, but not the pictures themselves, which I, I did look up a, uh, a YouTube video afterwards just to see the you know the ones that I was curious about. Um, but the, the the puzzles in the game themselves are uh, pretty good environmental stuff. You know, like I said, like uh, Mist or Witness or something like that. Um, are they uh, challenging in the same way that some of those games can be? 
Yes, I would say challenging. I'd say they make you they make you think. There was one I definitely hitched on. Uh, another one I got stuck on uh, until I solved it in a way that didn't make sense to me based on what I was thinking. But I under like I I understood the method or I thought I did. That's why I tried a solution. But in that process, I solved it in a way that wasn't what I intended. <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're complicated enough. Like it, you know, as you play the game, it goes from easier to harder, uh, puzzle challenges. Uh, and it's pretty short, you know, just a few hours a game. So yeah, I, I recommend it. It's a nice, nice little game. Um, Call of the Sea. Call of the Sea. Then I played, uh, a game that got some buzz in 2019 for being very, very pretty, uh, which is uh, Greece, Greece, G-R-I-S. Yes. And I say it like that because that's the word that it's a, um, shoot, is it like a Spanish studio or Greece? Uh, It is a 2D, like, puzzle platformer. Um. Yeah, a beautiful game. Beautiful game. It's like playing an animated film. Um, it was a project made by just a few people, it seems. And for that, it's it's quite artful. Quite artful. Uh, not really my thing in the gameplay department. I mean, in how insubstantial it is. Like, it's just... It's like an art installation with, you know... Um, I'm underselling it. But it, you really are in it for the, the art. And then it's like standard puzzle platforming stuff where you're you know you're jumping around areas and uh uh to to get further through areas you have to mm-hmm. uh make ways or solve certain puzzles or you know contraptions or whatever um but i did i think i appreciated it more for its visual uh quality uh it, you know the gameplay is fine don't get me wrong it's just I would rather play a 3D puzzle platformer than a 2D platformer, but that that is solely my thing. Uh, and it's very short. It's even shorter than Call of the Sea. It's like just, I don't know, three hours or something. I don't know. It's, it's really what, And what, what's the name of the game again? G-R-I-S. It is pronounced Greece. The price? I'm not sure. I played it on Game Pass. Oh, Game Pass. Right, right. Yeah, these all the games I played, all the games I'll mention today are Game Pass games. Uh, I so yeah, Game Pass now. What the heck? I love it. Uh, last Not game convinced. I'll mention. I only got a few. Last game I'll mention uh, is one I actually haven't finished because I'm not sure that I will. But um, Spirit Fairer. Oh. Spirit Fairer. Yeah, um, I've heard generally positive things about this game. So have I. So have I. In fact, uh, <laughs> I think like Yahtzee Croshaw, like zero punctuation. He ga- he basically said it was like his favorite game of last year, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, it is a two D like management game. I guess you're on a you're on a ship. Ferrying the souls of the dead 
through the afterlife and uh, you have to construct things on your ship and keep your uh, passengers satisfied in different ways. Like they all have different mm-hmm. attributes that you have to keep satisfied uh, and build things and, and maintain things like gardens and housing and stuff like that to, to keep up supplies and satisfy them and such. Um, and you're stopping off at islands that have either resources or uh, towns that you can do different stuff in. Uh, I think the biggest attribute that I like about the game is its positivity. It is very positive, uh, just very, just an upbeat feeling to the whole game. Is it I mean, positive about like death, <clears throat> like are the, the yes about death? death, yes for sure. Um, just everyone is like good to each other, basically, and uh, supportive, and uh, the the whole aesthetic is very like we'll all make it through, and you know, I, you can hug any named npc and it makes them happier (laughs) that kind of describes yeah that kind of describes the feeling of the game um but i will say the reason i might not finish it is because i just might management games might not be for me i've never i don't think i've ever been a fan of those i haven't played many i don't think but uh this that gameplay style i'm not sure is my bag exactly it, just like maintaining stuff and it's never done you know it's just like i have to do shit every single cycle day whatever um and and minor tasks in between like you can catch fish while you're waiting or cook stuff while you're waiting um or just collect resources from islands or go salvage stuff in the ocean but you're constantly having to like maintain uh, things on your ship, the the passengers and such. Not sure it's exactly my thing, but the whole feel of the game is very nice. So if if you you know if anyone likes management games and likes the idea of a very positive game, definitely. Sweet. That brings yeah, to mind. Uh, I don't think it'll be nearly as positive, but the medium is coming out soon. I think yeah. on the twenty eighth. Uh, and that's all oh, coming yes. to Game Pass on day one as well. So that'll be fun to, fun to experience shortly after playing Spirit Fair because you'll probably get some similar themes maybe on a different tone. Wait, are you serious? Are you joking? I think so. Wait, you're talking about the medium from Bloober Team? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it, you know, the whole thing about the game is that you're in both the spirit world and the real world at the same oh. time. So I'm expecting oh, some oh, themes about, like, the passage between that life respect. and death, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe so. I don't think you're gonna so. be able to hug people you meet though. They... Probably. No, not. no, no. That's what I'm saying. Is <laughs> it's gotta... totally different, but kind of dealing with the same subject matter. Be a fun sure, contrast. Yeah, yeah <clears throat> I'm. I'm excited for that. That's that's like my my next uh, the game that's coming up next that is that I'm most uh, anticipating. I think. Right. That's that's this which, month, right? Yeah. Which. Uh, if we have time at the end, I'd like for us to get into what's coming up. We got a list player that will. Wait, did you down. say the date of it already? I'm sorry if I. <laughs> I, I believe it's the 28th. 28th, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. All right, what else you got? Uh, well, that's all the games I wanted to mention. I was going to mention Black Wake if if somebody else hadn't by the time we got to me, but um, I just want I another thing I wanted to mention about that game is uh. 
So in addition to like gunning and repairing, there's all the different tasks you can do, like uh, supplying and spotting enemy ships and stuff. Uh, and then there's the captain who is uh, piloting or driving the ship. What do you call? Oh, yeah, how do they select the uh, the captain? Uh, by a vote at the beginning of each round. Oh, okay. And you can nominate yourself and put a message in to say like, "Here's why I should be kept." Can you mutiny? Um, in the, you, you can mutiny. To? You can mutiny. Yes. You, you can put it to a vote, and everyone has to get on board. Um, but yeah, the captain steers and uh, you know speed and uh, gives out orders, commands with a command wheel. I did do one round of captaincy last night, and I enjoyed it. I got, you know, I was learning the ropes, but uh, actually being a captain is enjoyable as well because you're kind of, like, determining how your crew attacks the next uh, situation. I dare um, not even dream that high. <laughs> you got to know porn starboard. You got to know it like the back of your, sh- back of your crusty hand. Starboard, man. Starboard. Hook. Starboard's got um, an R in it. Which, which one's right? Uh, which one's which? Oh, Port is ports. left, starboard is right, bow yes. is front, stern is back. Yup, there it is. Uh-oh. Telling you, dude, that's the one thing, the go- one good thing from the Navy. Oh, that's right, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's a, I, I like the complexity of that game, even though it's, it, it's, it feels so cheap, and yet it's like really well-rounded, actually. So anyway, that's all for me. Alrighty, cool. Greg, I see some Hello, fun Andrew. things on your list here. So, we talked about Rainbow, so I'm not going to talk about it. Rainbow. What I want to talk about is the little game called Spelunky. And fucking Andy's constant microaggressions I against me. I love playing the game with my friends. <laughs> Andy... Has killed me so many times in that fucking game. It is insane. But never, ever on purpose. Yes, I will agree with that. It's never on purpose. It's usually, <laughs> most of the time, and I I really need to, like, develop, like, something, some way so I can keep an eye on Andy the whole time and keep an eye on what I'm doing. Because it usually devolves into me jumping... Andy trying to blow something, me killing what he was trying to blow, and then me freezing, hitting the ground, and exploding, and that's the end of the run. That That's definitely a rerun. I'll say that. That's for sure a rerun. That is a constant, seen that episode many times. There's, there's been quite a few reruns where uh, we're getting pretty far. We're like, damn, this is a pretty good run, and then it's done like that. But it's been a but great I, time. I've been having a blast. Yeah, I've uh, I love Splunky, too. It's very fun. Some good fun with you guys today. After this well, podcast, no. Greg, we're going to be the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe other, it. Than, other than that, uh, the other game I've been playing, Fallout 76. That, uh, I don't even know why we, our group, started playing that again, but I, I downloaded it. I got on it. I saw I didn't have my character from when I first played the game. So I was like, fuck. I almost uninstalled it there, but I was like, oh, alright. I'll uh, I'll just start a new character. I think I have like 20 hours in it so far. Maybe. I've been, uh, I've been enjoying it. 
It's a lot better than when it was when it uh, first came out. I can imagine. Although, I did enjoy the gameplay of it when I when we were playing it at the very beginning when it first came out. I, I, I the gameplay just, was not the problem for me, and the world yeah, it was as just well. the lack of designed. it was just the lack of like stuff like. There's out like I've done a few things that I remember doing, and there's like NPCs in there now. Uh, like at the airport, there was just NPCs wandering around. I was like, "All right, that's cool." I found a guy. He was digging for gold. He was like, "Uh, I'm not digging for it. Like whatever they do with the water, uh, for prospecting. gold, prospecting, yeah." And I just blew his head off. Sifting and took, yeah, sifting, whatever the hell it's called. But I just Sorry. blew his brains out, and I just took his shit. Well, that's what just you some, do. I mean, just some random prospect there. Nobody's gonna miss that guy. But it's uh pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's all I got. I'm kind of boring. Hey, I mean, I, I guess are you enjoying seventy six more now than you were years ago? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I'd say I am. That's good. Cool. All right, I will. Andy, what about you? What do you have going on? Tell him. Tell oh, me about you. A few you words. Got going on, Andy, 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 Andy. Uh, well, Andy, you know, I play Andy. Rainbow Dicks. Great yeah. fun. I'm a Blackbeard Master. I'll give training lessons to anybody who emails us. Uh, some good rounds. I'm surprised at how rusty we are, yet how often we win. It's a little intimidating. I, uh, dude, I mean, I've said it a bunch of times. But I'm going to chalk that up to we're all. We all have our strong points. We're, but no, we're, we're low rank, probably. Maybe, maybe some more than others. We're playing casual, and that's just the power of a squad of people who are communicating versus a bunch of randos. That's going to happen in any game, you know? Yeah, that's true. We, yeah, we, yeah, are, we are pretty communicating. I think we get matched up with a team who knows what they're doing, like legit. We're gonna get fucking molly whopped. And we usually I do. wouldn't go that far. We know we, it happens. We usually do. You know, we when got they some, send the assassins we around. Fucking, we got some assassins of our own. We got some good guys. None of us, but we got some good guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who guys. you're talking about. You know. Yeah. Maybe I should uh, get back in on Siege with you guys before your luck runs out. You should, dude, because I I think it's here to stay, man. Time. I've been I've been really. I hope. I've always. I love Siege. Is my game, one of my favorite games of all time. We never stop playing it because we don't like it. We just I don't know. Like there's other stuff I comes out. We just stop. That's yeah. That's what happens when you have like a staple game and then other shit comes out. You kind of just put it on the back. That, they always want us to re-update the game by like re-downloading yeah, yeah, they're, entirely. They're, that that's the key thing for me. Is like at some point I got I had another like. 50 gigabyte download waiting for me. And I was like, fuck that. And I just uninstalled it. Because they do that every year, I think, they make you redownload the whole game. So just just fix it so you don't have to do that. Most games don't, don't have to know. do that. I feel like I've had it installed since it came out and I've never uninstalled it. And it works just fine for me. Well, you might have auto oh, update. Time. That's what I always have. I mean, sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, got have every, I always time. have everything yeah, on auto update. Sure. Yeah, I do. I think there was a time when I was looking for space on my computer and I saw that, like, Siege had just been sitting there for, like, Weeks unplayed, waiting for an update, and I was like, "Eh, honestly." Yeah. Well, that's what's gonna happen to Red Dead sooner or later. A hundred operators, huh? 
Uh, I don't think they're going to get to that. They mentioned that very long ago. How many operators at, are we at right now? I think they're at about 50 or like 48 or something. You got to think at around 70, 75, we're going to see acid shower for sure. Well, they're going to be scrambling for ideas. That's amazing. 50 man. operators. Oh, God. That is true. I, I, I mean, that in itself is impressive. It's uh, the game. I mean, is. I, I, you know, we don't fucks around much on the high, high levels. You guys know, is the game generally regarded as, like, balanced and, like, ranked in Pro League and shit? I have no idea. I, I have mean, no I clue, think honestly. I, think I don't know is, the ins uh, and outs, but it's, I mean, it's balanced enough where they have, you know, yeah, like, the, like a Pro League or, like, what do they call it? The. the the, the MLG yeah you know, there's like a big like e, e league scene you know what I mean you know so I guess the it's Sieg league balanced enough to you know have something like that balanced enough to support a community right all yeah, you gotta yeah, do exactly. listen just like a, put a, a shield in my hand uh, and that's right. all we well, need to do I think that's do. one of the I mean that is one of the things that uh, I like about the game that also is a little bit prohibitive it's, they are constantly like you know changing um, change well, not yeah, not only even changing maps, but yeah, taking away like operators, you know, like give them this secondary gadget, it'll take away and they'll swap out this one, or you know, these operators yeah, don't have cogs anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the game definitely gets like constant tweaks. Uh, yeah. As far as I'm balancing goes, that... so I don't know, like how, or how balanced it is. I, I would assume though, I think I think well, um, the amount. I'm of, looking like, at a like, tier list notes. of operators. It looks pretty balanced. Just based on like how it's broken down, there's only like four C tier operators. Yeah, I think there are. Yeah, there's Clash on there. I feel like there are like a few. Just like no, but I don't want to say who's on there. I might offend somebody in this Discord. Please say. I'm sorry. In this podcast. Please say. Uh, the worst. Blitz is C tier. Are you fucking kidding? Well, that's because fucking cowards play Blitz. Hang on, you got Vito. Tell me two straight. Where's Black? Black. Well, actually, hold on. Well, first, when did this come out? Yeah, that's a good point. List. This is November 2020. So pretty, well, that's pretty, pretty recent. That's, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's fake immediately. <laughs> All you gotta do so, is be a Blitz character. Where, where is my boy Blackbeard? Blackbeard's... Uh, Alright, because well, he asked. You got Blackbeard is, a, is B. But now let's go back to C tier. We got Amaru. Who, who, now who's this person? Because I don't remember. Amaru is the grappling hoat. Grappling. Yeah, I, like. I, don't, I see. That's a that's a that's yeah, an instant we warned C tier for me. Told you, yeah, we told you not to do that one. Yeah. Uh, then Damn. you got Blitz. Then you got Fuse. That's a little surprising for me, but I guess because. Well, I think just because there's on, so many operators to stop his thing now. You know what I mean? Uh, I was thinking also, that he's useless on hostage maps. Well, it's I was like say that as well. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that too. Well, yeah, I mean, there's more operators to stop him. You know, Bandit, Kaid, you know, mutant stuff. But also, yeah, he's. Only good yeah. at half the time, and then you got you got knock, which I don't uh, remember who that is. That's the invisible guy, right? He's like, or he's like not on cameras. Knock, like. yeah, that's yeah. I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone in our groups played her. Yeah, well, it's because like she's on offense too, so it's like I don't know. She no, is that the one on defense? That's the one with like the drape thing over her face, like the the netting. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't actually think I've ever seen her uh, get used. Freak. Uh yeah, she's on she's on a uh, attacker. Uh, I don't know if it's a woman actually. I, I don't know who it is. Um, no, I think it is. Yeah, S tier. That was it. All four. Was four. Um, yeah, four. Uh, give me the S tier. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just attackers. 
You want to oh. see tier C tier defenders? Yeah, Let's do it. Quick. Run it down. Yeah, Castle. I believe that, that kind of makes sense to me. I believe that. Uh, I can see. Um, yeah, there's, there's just so many rank. ways to break it now. Yeah, that too. But you know, especially on a quick match where you have like an extra minute or minute and a half. Yeah, for you sure. Know, walls are like nothing stopping. Yeah. You got Clash, who I've never played. Oh, I knew I knew she came around there. She's a lady with the shield. She's been taken out like of the game like two or three times because like exploits where you could like shoot through her shield and stuff. What does her shield do? Uh, just she's the, shocks she's you. the bald lady who like she can shock you. You ever seen her? I no, I know what she looks like. I just don't know what she oh, yeah. actually yeah, does. Yeah, so she uh, she got yeah, a full she shield, just like, a pain, shield, but she has like a little taser on it that can slow people down and they get near you. Okay, but it's All just right. it's just not that that's it. It's not that it's not that great. You know what I mean? Next up, we got uh oh, this can't be right. This is impossible. Huh? Uh, Oryx? No way. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Are you sure the people I mean, that didn't make this S-tier. right? More like, more like cowards. All right, look. But he's fun. Him and Blitz are fun to play. I'm not going to argue Dude. that good, though. All of these operators are fun to play. I mean, you know. Well, not Nox. I wouldn't say Nox is. I don't know about Nox. I don't know. I never played that. Lastly, we got Tachanka. That's a fun operator. I mean. Yeah, but to be fair, the update was not out yet, so it's still old Tachanka. It was not out in November? No. Okay. I don't believe so. Yeah, Tachanka, Tachanka uh, has been the most most radically changed since then. Okay, so Tachanka's probably S tier now. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, well, I he's like, just I like you know before, he's a like maybe is all I'm saying. Um, when am I going to yeah, get an attacking operator who can just smash through walls with my shield? That'd be cool. I, I feel like I'm getting uh, you know the the bigger picture for for the operators that they're adding. I don't know. I guess when the get first the game first came out. I heard a hundred operators. I was like, they're gonna break the game, like after twenty operators. But now I'm seeing like a lot of these operators kind of. There's a lot of repetition. Uh, people that yeah, do things just slightly yeah. different, you know, which is which is cool, you know. There's a lot well, of situational of operators. Yeah, well, part of this because you know, unranked, um, or even I guess in the other mode, you know, there's it's, it's pick and ban. So like you, if you don't like right. an operator on the other team, you can ban it. Uh, yeah, like you said, you know, there's like what four or five hard breachers now. They all breach in like their own way, you know. They make either different size holes or like, you know, Maverick. He just has you know, a little welder. Yeah, it almost I think makes that's cool you, because you know, I, I I think the game still works very well, but it almost makes you want to play a season one playlist where the like, the only hard breacher was they, thermite. I think they did release that actually, like around Christmas. Yes, time that is a thing. That is a thing. I don't know oh. if it's still out. I heard it was like a limited time thing. It might be still out. I, I don't yeah, know. But it was a season. It was a year one playlist. Yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. I get it. They do those things. They don't want to split the player base too much. But they have so many cool little modes that are only around for a week and then they're just gone forever. And you're like, wow, that would have been like a pretty sweet game. You know, yeah. like uh, they, you know, they had that infection mode or like the zombie mode. It wasn't great, but it was. It would have been fun to mess around with. Yeah, yeah for they, sure. They do that to hype people up, for sure. You can't blame them for being conservative when they're trying to make a 10-year game, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's FOMO too. You know, you know, those aren't coming back, so you hurry up and download it to play the modes. Uh, you know, the only other thing I want to add about Spelunky uh, was just to highlight, I I love how I have like 50-some hours in that game and I'm still learning new things like mechanically. Even though I've been playing like the same areas over and over, it's like, oh shit, my the whip does some cool things if I, uh, 
I back whip people? Oh man, it's easier to do this if I back whip it. Shit like that. You know what I mean? Go back. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, you'll keep. You know, obviously you can look it all up. I didn't look up most of it until recently. I started looking some up some stuff, but uh, um, it all comes down to just playing it, learning the game. It's fun. The big one. I want to end my series in Yakuza Kiwami because I finished the game. Nice. And it was a certified good in for the most part. Uh, it was a pretty fun part. game. Didn't ask a whole lot of me. I mean, I did most of the sub-stories. I got like 60% or 57% completion. Uh, and I beat the game in 27 hours. So, you know, wasn't that bad as far as time goes. Uh, I'm less thrilled about it than I was Yakuza 0. I think the game had some pretty big pacing issues uh, in a couple places. The Majima Everywhere system was fun for the first few chapters, but man, I was tired of it pretty quickly. Um, shit like that, and you, you know, the story does funny things, like introduces a major villain two chapters before the end, and also introduces a major supporting character in that same chapter that you'd never heard of before, and or mentioned ever before. Yeah, that's a pet peeve um, of mine in media characters getting introduced in like the last stretch. But Yakuza is like so over the top that like you know it's not really there to be criticized for that kind of show. And when it happened, I just laughed at it, you know. But um, I guess what I'm getting at is, I think the big point is uh, Yakuza Zero is probably, in my opinion, the best entry into the series, and Yakuza Kiwami is kind of made as a sequel. Yakuza 0, or even almost like a DLC to it, because it's not nearly as long, it's not quite as good in most of the areas, but it has some shit like, in my opinion, some better combat, and that kind of thing. Um, this this is accounting for the fact that it's a remake of the first game in the franchise, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, because they, they changed some things around a little bit. <clears throat> or they, better, better said, they add more things to Kiwami, that make more sense if you contextualize it with what you know within Zero. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, to the point where, like, there are major characters in Kiwami. John and I were talking about this, and I don't want to spoil anything, but there are a, at least two, maybe three or four even, major characters in Kiwami that I can't imagine you giving any shit about if you never played Yakuza 0. Hmm. I agree, and it's crazy. I mean, I didn't get into the Yakuza series until 6 came out, and I just bought that one because I wanted to play the latest one. Um, and that one's kind of in the future, so you don't have to really worry about those characters. And then I went back and played 0 and then 1. But yeah, I feel like if you, especially if you like you bought on the PlayStation or something back in the day, and you just played like one, yeah, really, it wouldn't like I was like I don't really give a shit about this guy. You play zero, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it just spends you know the whole fucking forty hours, you know, uh, introducing you to those characters that you're gonna see in one. So I don't know. It also in my mind it makes zero stronger and one like weaker. It's That's what you're talking about. This one game that that. So Zero manufactures backstory for the characters that you meet in the original game, like even yep. in the original original. Yes. Game. Yep. Yes. 
<laughs> and and Zero, Zero has his own completely original plot that isn't really referenced much, I don't, I don't think, other than the characters in it and the later games, but that original plot builds up all the major characters in Kiwami. It's shit like, you know, Kiwami, without spoiling anything, Kiwami has a major character as uh, the chairman of the Tojo clan, and in Yakuza 0 you find out why he's the chairman. You know, or you see, like, some, uh, an evil plotting guy in Yakuza Kiwami, and you see more of him in Yakuza Zero have a major role, that kind of thing. Yeah, just, like, making up the how we got here from the, uh, in a prequel. And and most important, I don't think the spoilers would say, Yakuza's, like, best friend slash brother, Nishiki, like, he, in the original Yakuza, without, like, <laughs> the stuff they added in Kiwami, and without... The original without in the original Yakuza, without the stuff they added in Kiwami, and without like uh, the backstory of Nishi and uh, Zero, I can't imagine you giving a fuck about Nishi. And he's like a major ass major character throughout the whole game. It's crazy. Do you agree, John? That like if you played, the, I, I think this is what you just said, but that if you play the original game, you don't care about the characters. I completely agree. Oh yeah. Cause, okay, huh. so like. Uh, yeah, like you said, so Nishiki, you know, he's a character in number one who's supposed to be like your... I mean, you is no spoiler to tell you in the beginning. You grew up together in the orphanage. But, since this is the first game you're seeing, and, and the, I mean, the game just says, you guys grew up in the orphanage. And then you go play the game and you see him every couple hours, you know what I mean? Like in Zero, you know, uh, he's there from the very beginning. You have like fucking like a 45 minute cutscene with him. You know, you're fighting with him. You know, you're back to back. You guys don't even have your tattoos finished and yeah without that you'd be like alright so this is supposed to be like a guy and you I guess growing up playing Zero you're like oh this is like my brother right well what, that kind of strikes me as few... like what every franchise does like it establishes yeah, well, I mean, thought... a baseline of elements and then if it has a prequel it then like goes to such great lengths to explain every little thing about but I think the first... no no no, no. I, I, I think fundamental level yeah changes i think i think i i think what the difference is is that the original yakuza doesn't give a backstory to any of these characters and doesn't oh, really yeah, properly yeah. contextualize them at all so it's not like they're like it's not like they're like going to great wings they're just providing any backstory at all you know what i mean sure. that's yeah. what i'm saying what like weird that the first game bro. just has like very very uh, sparse elements and then the prequel fills right up. Yeah. It's an exceptionally it's good not, prequel, I guess, is what I'm getting at. But like, also, it's you know, it'd be one thing if it was like I don't know, planned or whatever. Like, oh, they did one, and then they did two, and then they did zero. But it was like one yes. came out, and then zero came out, like you know, a decade and a half later, you know, or something like that. Uh, so it makes it even weirder. But yeah, it's one of the you know, a lot of people don't like prequels, but I think it's one of the examples where prequel just makes the series itself way better. Yeah, I feel you. What order did you play the games in? Uh, me, I played six when it first came out because Greg was talking about it, and I was lucky you probably that. Probably told me this before. Yeah, yeah, I, I was lucky um, that six. You know, obviously, it's a long, you know, game. Uh, it takes place far enough in the timeline where they really don't mention all the people they mention in zero for whatever reasons. You know, they get old and whatnot, or it exploded. Uh, yeah, and then I, I love six. I fell in love with it, so then I went back and I played zero, um, one, and two. 
and then you mean Kiwami uh, one and two? Yeah, yeah, Kiwami one and okay. two. Uh, so I, yeah, I played all of those, and then um, Judgment came out, which is a spinoff. So you know, you don't even you know sit in the same city, same gameplay or whatever. It's like a new character. Like I got that one that was in the PlayStation. Um, and then <laughs> God, there's so many games. And then the three, four, and five collection came out in the PlayStation, and I have started three, and I have also played number seven. Right. See, so, I think you know. Honestly, I think you guys have a disordered perspective. Like, even though the remakes of the first two games, Kiwami one and two, are their own thing as well. They are they are sequels to the prequel, more than they are like faithful right. to the original game. Yeah. And well, uh, and zero is itself like made with the full knowledge of where the the game's roots you know so like the game's roots were they started out small and then they grew over time so i I think that like a person who had played one two three what you know all the games in order and then gone when zero came out they played zero and then when kwamis came out that they played the kwamis i think that person would have a different perspective probably about the characters you know because they like remember when they were those, those sparse seedlings and then they got filled in over time uh yeah. i mean that would be interesting yeah i mean the some garden. of them totally like change like i mean i would even say they i don't know they like change the character uh right right that much yeah like yeah i guess like oh well if a famous kind of want to get off too off top like a famous character in the series you know is majima that's like the you know, the crazy guy with the eye patch. And if you had not played Zero, you would only know him as, like, a dude with, uh, you know, like a bowl cut and then, like, a snake jacket that just runs around and stabs people. Yeah, he's a crazy uh, guy. He's a crazy guy, but that's not him in Zero at all, like, even right. a little bit. It's his so origin like, story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and, and, it's, and, and even, like, in, you know, 1 through, you know, 7, he's not in the game's that much and you know i think he was just a fan favorite you know one of those like characters that shows up every now and then and then zero they're like oh we're gonna give him an entire half of the game because you know he plays both of them uh it's just another weird example of like how zero just i don't know it just feels right you should play it first i guess did you know that anakin grew up on tatooine as a slave and he was a nice little kid before he was a an angsty teenager and then he betrayed the jedi order and he was responsible for everything I can tell you I did not know that I did not know that and I did not care either alright that's all I got yeah cut the whole last half hour of that no one wants to hear any uh, Yakuza talk (laughs) let's head to the break everybody played Pummel Party yesterday played was it Duck better? Game. Okay, so when I played with B-Man, I switched to mini games only. Because remember Mario Party? Am I wrong in saying that the mini games are just like the best part of that game? <clears throat> I mean, well, I don't know about Mario. I don't know about. I don't know about Mario Party's mini games. Uh, excuse me, there is a Mario Party. That mini is very Wait, is there other stuff in Mario Party besides? I mean, I know it's, it's a, a board it's a board game. it's a board There's game like boards. Well, boards have uh, oh, that part like cool. certain things on them. About? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's like the coolest part. Like the choices. 
Vito, or not Vito, uh, John, remember, okay, that, so one you guys... we, remember that one we played? No, 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 I, no, no, no. I and know the Mario ship? Party. I was, I, I know Mario Party. I was just confused. Because I wouldn't even consider that, like, another part of the game. That's just, like, right. is the game to me. I, well, like I remember as saying... a kid, like, the mini games being, like, like, I just wanted someone to roll a mini game, like, get a mini, you know, uh, so that was, that was the fun for me. They did have that mode eventually, I think, but no, no, I think I just misunderstood you. Okay, well, so you're saying so you I played, played the Party. game and they had a cool board? Yeah, I put the board. The board's awesome. The board's probably the best part of the game. I mean, okay, let me let me restrain myself. <laughs> it's not awesome, but if there's a board, and there's a lot more to do. You know, there's a whole game there, like yeah, you, moving you know, around, like, well, I don't know collecting things, this. stealing but, things. You get attack players on the board. Yeah, there's like yeah, a whole yeah, game yeah. there. That's, that's Mario Party. Yeah, you, you know, it reminds me Mario of, Party. Um, there, the star is on the board. Yeah, you can either, you know, fuck your friends over with items to try and steal it yeah. or take their coins so they can't buy it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was yeah. better. The minigames still are, like, just whatever. Totally whatever. Um, but, yeah, it, it did get a little better. I mean, I, I play with you guys. I still think, in general, it's it's okay. That reminds me of... I, I never played it, but I saw some videos of it. Uh, Dokopan Party? for like Or Dokopan Kingdom, rather. Dokopan Kingdom. For the uh, uh, GameCube or Wii or something like that, and it—that's it, it, it's like just the board, but it's very complicated in terms of what you can actually do. Uh, oh, that's cool. More It's like it's like it's like a Mario Party <laughs> Mario Party RPG on a game board, essentially, huh. with no mini games. If you want to try to sell me on a game, you should lie to me. Tell me it's like amazing. Don't tell me it's okay. Well, no, I'm not <laughs> trying to sell you guys on the game. Um, yes, yeah, true. I, I, I did ask about it. No, sure. I'm just telling you about my experience. I don't think it's. I don't well, think it's. I didn't even really have. No, I'm just saying some constructive criticism. You're kind of a shitty salesman. Wait, are you saying you don't need to sell it to <clears throat> us because it's already under our seats right now? Oh. <laughs> Everybody check your Steam, and you get a copy, and you get a copy, and you... I'm not, no, I'm not buying, stop, I'm not buying anybody Pummel Party. <laughs> You've really... I mean, you know what, I, I would buy so many more games if they just released more four-packs. I love when developers do four-packs. I don't get, get why, especially uh, like party stopped. game people. I think, uh, didn't we read somewhere, I heard somewhere they stopped doing that because it was... Um, about the refunds were getting messy or something. Or there was a problem. Oh, uh, I see. Because they got to refund everybody who. It was, it was something like that. Key. Yeah. Uh, That's why you don't see them. I don't think they, they actually. I don't think you, they can do them anymore. Oh, that's annoying. Because I, I, it just. I don't know. For some reason, it just made it so much easier. Like, let me just buy fucking four. I didn't bulk. You know, you get a discount. Force you guys to. Yeah, get a little discount. Force, force my friends force to play a game. Yeah. You want know to want a discount on? I want a discount on the news, everybody. Oh. That, ah, oh, I don't even know what to think of you. Is he going to stop doing that eventually? <laughs> I hate when he does that. Uh, no, I'm never going to stop doing that. You see, the cringe, I've looked this up, I've done a little bit of research. The cringe actually ignites a small part of your uh, fight-or-flight receptors, flooding yeah, you with I'm adrenaline and preparing you for the podcast. Is that why I want to flee? Uh, well, yes. Uh, and I want to flee uh, in the new Indiana Jones game. 
All right, I'm leaving. Oh, we got teased from our by Is the Lego Indiana Jones? No, this is well. It's just we'll a teaser, talk. so uh, I guess it could be, but it's probably not. Does anybody know anything about machine games? They made they all of those Wolfenstein games in recent years. Mm. That's all they've made. So it's probably, it's probably like Wolfenstein killing Nazis type thing. Dude, Wolfenstein's <laughs> yeah, dude, so all these cool. All these people do is make video games where you kill Nazis. I mean, I respect it. I respect that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I do wonder it's if little, it's going to uh, be first or third person. Because Indiana Jones mind. feels like a third person type character to have. You know, like you don't... It could be first person, but you know he's a character. He's like a he exactly. himself is the draw. Yeah, it's not me. I'm not Indiana Jones. Right, you are not Indiana. I don't like how you said that, but yeah, I'm not Indiana Jones. <laughs> also, how do you how do you whip? What kind of Indiana Jones game person? do you guys want? What's that? What kind of Indiana Jones game do you guys want? I want like a. I've uh, never seen Indiana game. Jones, so I don't know. A lot of a lot of puzzles with the whip. I want a lot of platforming and puzzles. Heavy, heavy puzzle platformer, like Uncharted, but with actual puzzles. Um, not a lot of combat, but some combat. I think there's not one really, Indiana Jones uh, thing, game that everybody likes. I don't even know what it's... My, it's uh, like. my only exposure to Indiana Jones is uh, the Great Movie Ride, I think, where it's like... <laughs> They have a part where you go in like the Ark of the Covenant and you see them trying to pull it out. That's all I got. Is that where you lost your soul? Yeah. I looked into the Ark and I just couldn't look away. Alright, I want an open world Indiana Jones game. Um, with uh, like kind of like a Grand Theft Auto kind of thing. Where you're like in a city. You could do whatever you want. You could kill people if you want. There's a wanted system. Um... <laughs> And then there's and, also uh, the best cave system underneath all that. It's set in some sort of a fictional... Indiana state. Jones gets a biochip in his head. Based on New York. Uh, I'm not really excited for this. I don't know. I've seen the Indiana Yeah, Jones me neither. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. Awesome Games Done Quick raised nearly $3 million for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Good for them. Did anybody watch the stream? I watched a couple. Oh, I donated that three million so far. Oh, thanks, John. I just did one lump sum. Yeah, I was the only one to donate. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. They had a lot of. They had like bidding wars and stuff. What was your favorite yeah. run? Uh, Spelunky Two. I don't, I don't know if they did that. Or they, not. Uh, I'm almost sure <laughs> someone had to have done a Spelunky Two run, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that seems likely. Good. Good. Damn, I can't can't beat him there. John, was that like a uh, was that kind of like a jab against two people on this podcast because they can't no, beat it? No, no jab at all. Just, I knew it was it was gonna be there. It's like a game people are speed running right now. You guys didn't right. beat it. That's well, so bad. I didn't I didn't know that, and I you really shouldn't have said that. I wind up uh, I scrolling saw- through the list of games like every after every event and just sort of like picking which ones sound interesting to me at the moment. Uh, but I haven't done that yet for this one. Dude, My there's favorite, a Divinity uh, Sin run. That was along with uh, there's two numbers here. I'm not sure which was like what. Uh, I'll it shows you a start and end time, so you just do the math real quick. No, that can't not be possible. 
Oh wait, I did watch a Pokemon Blue thing. Oh, Ty, it's that, a like... twenty-three minute run. What? Uh, it must be like a glitched run or something. I mean, it has to be, obviously. Twenty-six minute run. Sorry. With a thirteen-minute setup, I don't know what that means. My That's favorite impressive. run was a uh, blindfolded Mario sixty-four speed run. Just crazy that people right. figured out a way to do that. Yeah, but didn't then I just, I somebody post a video directly after that that it was fake or something? And different. I said explicitly that wasn't the guy I was talking about. It was a there was a different guy. I get blind uh, Mario sixty four speed runs. I guess are like a thing. You know, multiple people have done them. Uh, and he posts the guy who really did it, and the next video is the guy who did it but cheated. Why can't people just play their games and enjoy how did he uh, that, che- that cheater video is cheat? pretty fun to watch? By the way. He was just watch looking the at the screen. Like I was like, he was just, what, he just pretended he had a, like an eye blindfold on, but he could see through yeah. it? Pe- people, yeah. people could, yeah, yeah, people could, it's hard to say, like, he might have been able to peek over it because he was also wearing a hat at the time. The most or, damning piece of evidence is that someone offers $50 if he does one part of the game, just like a boss battle, while turned around with a blanket did. over his head, and he refuses. And he already just has to look at you know, four times. <laughs> Yeah, did I watch blindfold. that? Yeah. I did, yeah. And I also watched the yeah. legitimate uh, HTQ blindfolded run. I right. forgot that. I fell down the same hole. Someone yeah, played no, the guy, the guy, the guy was like, run. no. Yeah. $50 just to do one part of the game you were just playing anyway. <laughs> and that was after like five minutes of the guy in the video explaining why the Bowser thing is so hard to do blindfolded yeah. and exactly how... People have figured out how to do it blindfolded based on audio cues, and how what the guy was doing in the video was basically impossible. Mm-hmm. Blindfolded. You sound just crazy. Yeah, we're just gonna have crazy because you're, cause you're that, that good at the game. You know, yeah, you're that sad. good at the game already. Like you're good enough that you could beat Mario sixty four in thirty minutes or less or whatever. How whatever the benchmark is. I mean, that's that's pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Some people, it's just not enough for some people to be good at something. They need to be, they need to be the best. Yeah, but why risk it, man? Like dream. If you're caught, you're just gonna get fucking exploded and be done. Like I, for one, just wish I could, I could just beat the mummy on the PS One in 28 minutes and 11 <laughs> seconds, like this guy. If I could just do that, I'd, I'd be happy. My favorite part of the whole video, the towel thing was great, but my personal favorite part of the whole video was there was a part where the guy grabbed Bowser. You guys remember Bar 64? You're spinning around and around and around and around and around and around. Yeah. And you have to hit, throw him on one of these precise bombs. And he just talks to the chat for like a minute while spinning. Like he just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning. And then he throws it perfectly on the bomb. He's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, did I make that? Oh, Flash, you played Scooby-Doo Night of 100 Frights? Yes. How fast did you beat it? It wasn't 25 minutes and 35 seconds, was it? No, it was 24. I just didn't <laughs> enter it onto the what? official uh, leaderboards because I didn't want the the, the fame. I didn't yeah. want the notoriety. I, I know it's not top tier speedrun, but like for amateur speedruns, my older brother, for some reason, got really good at Super Metroid. Like, I think he could be in like 45 minutes. Wow. I didn't know that about your, your bro. Older brother. Why don't we? Why don't we have him on the pod? And I like. Yeah. I feel like we got the wrong. Oh. Oh, he. Yeah, we're gonna cut that out. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Yadok's old man, now he's dead. Shit. Oh, fuck, this is the live podcast. Fuck. Oh, God. Why did we do this? Uh, anyway, uh, the book Ask a Water is going to be released in English, which I guess is pretty cool if you're a uh, Nintendo nerd. From Satora, the wisdom from Satora Iwata, who was the CEO during many of the formative years of Nintendo as a gaming company in the 2000s, and is said to be a huge driving influence on why they are uh, so focused on entertainment rather than top of the line hardware. So that's cool. Plus, cool. he put Kanto into Johto. He put Kanto into Johto. What, who, you know, who else could do that? I don't know what you're saying. For Pokemon Gold and Silver, they couldn't, they were having trouble fitting uh, the second part of the game where you return to the first game's uh, map into the cartridge memory or something like that. And so Satoru Iwata sat down and just like, because he's a programmer at heart, he's a, that's how he started. So he just sat down and like, hammered it out he like rewrote the code or whatever you just found a way and fit everything into the game and just like just like <laughs> geniusly just like a whiz that's apparently. pretty cool yeah like he just did it himself anyway yeah I, I read this article it looks uh could be could be interesting I I you know he seemed he seemed like a uh, a good guy who also was good at making games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so apparently, Microsoft tried to buy Nintendo twenty years ago, but quote they just laughed their asses off. <laughs> yeah, the quote was apparently like, "Imagine Steve- just being laughed at for an hour." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That, Steve Ballmer made us go meet with Nintendo to see if they would consider being acquired. They just laughed their asses off. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That was kind of how that meeting went. Yeah, what the f- so that would be in the year 2000, or 2001, whatever. Uh, so what, the GameCube was just coming out? Or no, it, it didn't come out yet, right? Not yet. So apparently, so even better, what? Nintendo sixty four. They're at like the height of their uh, Mario madness. Well, I mean, at the height, but pretty, pretty up there. And they just thought they uh, would come in. They will, will buy you. Yeah, their angle was uh, like, Mar- Mar- uh, we have yeah, the go. hardware. You have the uh, games. Put your games on our hardware, and it'll be a perfect match. So it, it has hmm. some like reason to it. It's just. Nintendo. Like, like they pointed to PlayStation and <laughs> said, you guys are obviously weaker than PlayStation. You guys know it. Ooh. Ooh. As far as hardware goes. That's funny. Well, I wonder if there's some alternate universe out there where it happened. I wonder what video games look like. Hmm. I don't like to think about that. I think Nintendo's been a good influence on video games. Uh, For the most part. Never know, though. For the most part. Bill Spencer and Reggie did the fusion dance. And we have a totally <laughs> different guy. Too powerful, John. Too powerful. So, like Riot... Up at night. Riot, everybody's favorite League of Legends developer, and Bungie, developer of Destiny 2. <laughs> Sorry, Riot, Riot is more notably, in this context, the developer of Valorant. 
uh, they are teaming up to sue cheat makers for Valor and Destiny 2. They're going to sue them for cheating? They're going to sue them. They're going to take money for Lawyers for Riot and Budget filed a complaint in the Central District of California court on Friday alleging that Cameron Santos of Gator Cheats, as well as others, is trafficking a, quote, portfolio of malicious cheats and hacks. Yeah, basically, they they told them one time, like, you guys need to stop selling this cheating software. And they complied publicly, but they have reason to believe they're still selling that stuff privately, which is not unreasonable. So yeah, now they're officially suing them. Good. I hope to get the pants suit off them. I don't like cheaters in my Me video neither. games. Um, I mean, yeah, if it's a multiplayer only game, cheaters are doo doo. Yeah, like I didn't like uh, didn't uh somebody who's making a, like a single player Grand Theft Auto mod get sued a while back or. Maybe it was just a cease and desist. I don't. I don't like that stuff. Let people right. well, that, that, do that's stuff the, in that's single the, player. That's the crazy thing about it here is that like they send a cease and desist, and this is what happens when you don't desist. You know, this is why yeah. you cease. This is why you <laughs> cease. True. Uh, yep. Praise, big ups. You know, big ups to the guys over there at IOI, Inter- IO Interactive. For uh, and Hitman Three, they've managed to reduce the size of the entire trilogy to eighty gigabytes. Whereas I did, checked, I, did Iwata do this? The, yeah, Iwata yes. did this, and I checked my Hitman. <laughs> They're like, oh, dude, we can't podcast. make Hitman Three my, under my three hundred gigabytes. Comes at one hundred fifty gigs. He came in. He was like, "No, let me sit down, go through <laughs> the code of the whole game." I'll removes his jacket, I'll rolls it. up his sleeves, and I used to, to fit. Uh, I fit some. I fit. What was it? Cotton in the Jodo or something like that. Yeah, I fit cotton say? in the in the John. I fit the cotton in the Jodo. I could fit Hitman One and Hitman Two and the Hitman Three, no problem. Good. They basically they attributed to compression, better compression technology, and more importantly, they've managed to optimize their engine such that they can spend more uh, resources towards compression, so it all works a lot faster. That's pretty wild. I'm so excited for this game. It is. It looks amazing. All the all the footage they're releasing, especially yeah, in direct contrast, it's, it's pretty amazing. Like as the article notes, in direct contrast to all the other games that are currently ballooning in size. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll buy it pretty quickly. But I've been thinking about waiting on it just because you know I, I did that for Hitman One and Two just because the games are so much content. There's still so much in Hitman Two I want to play. You know. Yeah, like I, I actually don't need to buy another Hitman game right now because I'm still. And your progress in Hitman, Hitman 2, Two will carry over to Hitman Three. All the shit you unlock yeah. in Hitman Two carries over. But when I'm ready, whenever that time is, and I, I get Hitman Three, it's it's gonna be awesome. So or should uh, I? Can we? I can just get Hitman Three and play Hitman the rest of Hitman Two within Hitman Three. Yeah, yeah but you won't have the the authentic uh, experience. No, I actually called them and they um. When you buy, they're going to send you a different version. <laughs> they're going to send yeah. you it all in the Blood Money engine. I have Cartoon <laughs> Racers on there or something. <laughs> cartoon Network Racers. The old yeah, Cartoon, cartoon Network, Network Speedway. Racers switcheroo. Cartoon Network Speedway. Get it right. uh, Ubisoft is making an open world Star Wars game. Nice. 
specifically right. the, de- the developers behind the division right yeah which is interesting you know you our first thing our, my gut reaction was oh it's a assassin's creed flavor star wars but uh no it's made by the people who made the division so it doesn't mean it's not going to be assassin's creed but probably not because when i just have that team work on it how does our star wars fan feel about this now i i have no expectations of course because it's like uh First of all, Ubisoft, you know, but also just because it's a folly to have expectations in this day and age. But um, I will say if they manage, because I think one aspect that Ubisoft consistently uh, pulls off is a detailed and living world to explore, like in the Assassin's Creed games. Um, I mean, from what I understand, the Division had pretty good world design and the... uh, but yeah, the Assassin's Creed games, for instance, they feel inhabited, you know. And so if they're able to sort of uh, create a nice balance between the Division style of world detail and the Assassin's Creed style of inhabited world, uh, that alone may be worth the price of admission for a Star Wars game. But again, no yeah. expectations. Uh, I think I'm just more excited that what EA does not have uh, exclusive uh, right game making rights for Star Wars. Yeah, that's a that's a point. They don't have exclusive rights, but they are still going to be definitely making games for the next at least several years. Why? Well, I'm excited to watch recently? Star Wars. <clears throat> Disney had yeah, a ten year contract cool. with EA that expires in two years, uh-huh. which uh, you know. I guess means that Ubisoft could start working on a game because it's not going to release for another five or six years, probably. Right, right. Which is crazy to think about games releasing in 2025. We're, we're too old to play video games. Gun media should like Star Wars game. That. One of these days, we're just going to have to really just face up to the facts. We're just going to have to give a formal goodbye in the Discord, delete it, and just stop playing video games. Please, listen, I have this and I have painting. I can't just paint for the rest of my life, dude. I'll blow my brains out. I, it's going to be hard on all of us, right? I, I got nothing. Oh, you mean like Warhammer dudes, right? Well, yeah, that also. I uh, thought you, that sounded like a joke where you were saying, like, I have this in painting if I lose this. I'm fucking painting. relegated to painting. <laughs> like Like canvases. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. My first thought was like, can like was Greg painting like vases and like? Well, I knew and what he meant, but yeah, I pictured him like, and I don't even know what Greg's living situation is, but I pictured him like a fucking dusty attic, like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like layers of fear with hundreds. Oh, of so there is just tarp him. all over me. Yeah, tarp and canvas all over the place, and my computer Greg, tucked in the corner. Yeah. I would fucking <laughs> love if you secretly had a, a painting. Like obsession. That's like the other thing. I like painting. He was about. insanely good. Yeah, I want. Yeah. I'm the, I, I am. I am definitely not good. But uh, when Bob Ross was doing that whole Twitter thing or the yeah, Twitch thing, uh, I was. I followed along with that. I bought a few. Easels. I want. Okay. I want a Greg. I want an original Greg. <laughs> Dude, I'd paint. I'd give to painting again. I want an original just, Greg, and not. And I'm not just talking about Greg F. <laughs> Unlike Gref G, real quick, what's this guy's name? Gref G, Grefaga, I think. Sorry, real I was kind of so- trans. I watched, I watched that loop of that guy just screaming 
after he found out. But yes, uh, Greg, uh, our very own Greg, a Fortnite streamer, is, breaks records with 2.4 million concurrent viewers. Congrats, dude. As he dude. unveils his Thank Fortnite you. icon series. But for real, this game's this guy's name is Gref Grefgy? Gref Grefka? We, we've been saying Greg, Gref, but I just read Gref it. It's G. not Greg. Grefgy. I don't know so, this guy. Uh, you know, I don't even want to. Never mind. I didn't know who it was either, but I, I saw this on. I just saw it on Twitch. I mean, it's it's uh, cool, dude. I wish I had my own. Uh, I wish I had my own Fortnite skin. As far as the numbers go, the records. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but. Uh, this says, at its peak, the stream reached 2,468,000 set concurrent viewers, more than doubling figures from the PlayStation 5 reveal and E-League TV's coverage of a CSGO Major Grand Final. That's crazy. That's, How many people were at sick. Woodstock? Like 14. Uh, yeah, about 10, 15. All Zoom, we just lost all the Zoomers that listen to us. For those of 400, you, 400,000 people at Woodstock. J- J- Jamie, Jamie, pull that up. 400,000? Yeah. Uh, no, Jamie, that's 400,000? So this dude no, beat crazy. that like five times over for his Fortnite. What's stream. up with that? Woodstock was a uh, streaming event that took place in 1999. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of different streamers. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. Uh, what's, the, what's the biggest crowd you've played in front of, you know? Uh, like, probably like... 30 people, maybe. 30 people. That's and I'm, I'm assuming that even that's... <laughs> right, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming even that's, like, getting on stage in front of 30 people. You know, I'm probably like, fuck, there's a lot of people here to see me. Oh, it's terrifying, dude. I, I, I oh, you're talking about your, throw your band? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking I was like, are you in a room with 30 oh. people <laughs> playing a video game on a screen? No, no. Oh, you're not? Uh, but I was just thinking, imagine being in front of 400,000 people. Not yeah, that's quite. crazy. I, I I get severe. I get like stage fright on this podcast. I would get. I think I would just freeze. I wouldn't know <laughs> what to do. Probably start. My mouth would go dry. Yeah. Get the sweats. Forget my lines or whatever. Uh, li- um, little night. Uh, little night. Myers, don't be afraid. Uh, <laughs> don't be. No, damn it! Got stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> He just keeps the bops up and yeah, uh, till they, uh, till they uh, lead him uh, off stage. God, he's broken. He's broken. Get him out of there. <laughs> oh, what a show! We we skipped a week. Everybody had you know we worked hard all throughout the New Year's for you folks, and we needed to take a break. But we're back at it. So we uh, we had a lot to dump in the roundtable. Good discussion. Yeah, big dump. Good big dump felt good. Came out clean. Right. I especially like John's discussion of Long John's Tower of Power, Hammer Time, and Outer Toilets. What was Hammer Titles? Hammer Time, uh, Black Wake. Is that Black Wake? Because uh, you're hammering away. I'm humble. I'm humble uh, repairman. Oh, I thought Long John's was Black Wake, and I had no idea what Hammer Time no, was. No, Long John's is The Longing, the game yeah. where we play is uh, Shadow of Mr. Burns. Yeah. Right. Shadow of Mr. Burns. Well, it hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. Send us some feedback. BrokenCampfire at gmail.com. 
that's all I'll say for now. And to exit our show, to weed us out, to bring us home, it's going to be John. Hey, folks. You know, we have a lot of laughs around here, a lot of goofs, but uh, get serious for a second, all right? I want you all to remember to say your prayers, take your vitamins, and hail Satan! Good night, folks. Always with this guy. He's always talking about Satan. Every time. Are you going to do it, though? We'll do it together. I mean, yeah, but... Say one's prayers, but also hail Satan. Hail Satan! Go to www.ifuckedninjaturtles.uk! What the fuck is that? You gotta do that after that. <laughs> Should I do it? Yeah, try it. I, I'm yeah, fucking let's, nervous. Uh, stream it. <laughs>